that Christmas classic band-aid. Do they know it's Christmas? Just eight minutes past six on this uh, Monday. So where's that? Is that on the naughty or the nice list? I, I, I think that's on the nice list. I just remember there's a nipper when it came out and all. I couldn't believe I was looking at all these stars in the same room. I was like, oh my God, this is like the wacky races. You know when you saw people from different cartoons and all turning yeah. up? Oh yeah, that's what it, yeah. I couldn't believe it. So I still it, can't. It wins just on the on the cast alone. The cast, yeah, the cast. We'll do it alone, for you, yeah. Because yeah, for those of you that don't know, we have a we have a, a, a nice and a naughty list of Christmas songs. Yes. Ones that PJ likes or can at least accept, <laughs> and uh, and others that he finds unbearable. Unbearable uh, yeah. is a good word. Ninety percent of them would be unbearable, I would say. Right. You know yourself. Would you like a good sing along? A good jingly jangly? Keep your spirits up. You know, yeah, I mean the only thing that multicolored about, lights looking type Christmas song. You kind of ruined it a bit now, but yeah, <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> right. Did did you know it's Christmas time? Uh, did I know? Yeah, Excellent. sure. Of course, well you can't go anywhere. Oh my god, I've got one of those big hard buggers in me nose. I won't move. <laughs> you know the ones that when you breathe in they wiggle, and then you yeah. breathe out and it wiggles again. Yeah. I don't know you, you obviously never had that discussion about kind of the things to share and things not to share and all that sort of stuff. No. <laughs> Information-wise, I mean. Oh, yes? Nobody ever said to you, look, there's your inner voice and your outer voice. Yeah, what? What's this all about? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, it was, by the oh, way, how did you find away your... like a bird now. It's learning to fly. Sorry. <laughs> did you... Oh, my God. How, did, you, um, did you feel any chills? Can you hear it moving? No, it's okay. I don't need to hear anything happening up your nose. Uh, wow. No, was there chills? Show something. I tell you, I've been in radio a long time. PJ points out, you know, longer yeah. than some people would care to remember. Yeah. I never. <laughs> no, I could. I don't. Yeah. I'm sure. I, uh, in fact, look, I'm going to go out here and say absolutely, categorically, 100. percent Have I never been on a show that started with somebody trying to make me hear their nose boogers? It's one. It's not. You're after pluralizing it now unfairly. Yeah. It's only. Are you gonna? Oh. God, it's terrible. Thank God we're in different rooms now because I'd actually be sacked because I've had my fingers in there. I'm going to have to go and uh, desensitise them or, or sanitise them. Desensitise them. I don't know. Um, yeah. Anyway, look, I'm just going to move on if that's okay, yeah? Oh, yeah, I gonna, no bother, yeah. I was going to read out a few WhatsApps and stuff. All oh, right. I beg I your think, pardon, I got in the way there. I think we all need to take a moment after after that opening. Keep your fingers out of your nose, kids. It's disgusting. Yeah, the Backstreet Boys, as long as you love me, here at Classic Hits. 14 minutes past six o'clock. Thank you so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Chilly one out there. Did you have any chills this morning, PJ? Oh, uh, yeah, yes, definitely. It wasn't as bad as yesterday. Now, yesterday was outrageous, wasn't it? Right, oh, okay. my God, it was so cold. Yeah. Oh, I didn't really, I don't God. think I ventured out at all yesterday, so yeah, I probably was, managed to avoid that. It was horrendously cold. It's not nearly as bad today. It's yeah. Yeah. Freezing though. Absolutely. Right, are you ready for the birthdays? I have to confess, they're not a great selection, right? It's not wonderful, okay? But at least the good news is yes. you'll get one in the bag straight away because okay. it's a significant birthday straight off. I can live with that. And it is a man you've spoken of many times. Oh, God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of Ireland, prepare yourself for the rant that is about to oh, no. ensue. It is the birthday, the significant birthday of one John Terry. John Terry, oh my God, yeah. Oh, what an annoying fella. Him and Stephen Gerrard. Oh my God, they're, they're so lucky that they were able to kick a football because I tell you something, they'd be kicking heads down in alley if it wasn't for that, wouldn't they? Well, I tell you yeah. something, I mean, John Terry, like I watched that thing the other night, I had, I had it recorded. The Anton yeah. Ferdinand thing. Oh, yeah. And all that, you know, from when there was the big racism oh, the, thing. Yeah, and like, and yeah, all the scandal. Oh, my God. And then, like, you just... I mean, John Terry, like... It's one of those things. It's You know, obviously, he was a very good footballer. Yeah. But... I think it's fair to say he wasn't a very nice human uh, being. No, no, I'm really now. I'm very, de- de- you know, I'd be very dissatisfied sharing yeah. a dressing room with such a character. Now, Absol- especially if your name was Wayne Bridge. Yeah, especially if your name was Wayne Bridge. Yeah, you'd be there going. Was it? Was Wayne Bridge? Was, was it? Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, hanging around. Don't miss us at all. And you, and you're there in the dressing room with him every day, eating. It's probably sharing a package of crisps with him. Oh, gee, little did he know you were sharing everything else as well. Yeah, dirty fecker. Oh, yeah, dirty fecker. And listen to this as if, as if, as if all that, the racism storm and the, the somebody else's missus storm and everything. Listen to this, right? He got married at Blenheim Palace. Yeah. John Terry did. And asked for Harrods gift vouchers from everybody for his wedding present. 
instructed them that he wanted Harrod's gift vouchers for his wedding present. I, see, oh, you just give him a twenty pound one. I think <laughs> wouldn't you? You'd be all right. That'd be grand. See if to see. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. I would do on him. I'd be twenty pound voucher. Go on, go away with yourself now. I'm waiting. You know what I mean? And stay, stay at your own table to stop yourself, you know, getting your all over the place. Yeah. Uh, I'd say anyway, j- let's get it in the bag. He is. Oh, he's. Uh, it's a significant birthday. Yeah, there. fifty. No. 40, 40, 40. <laughs> All right. I 40. Might, I might give you a mulligan on that. Oh. We'll see how the rest of it goes. That was terrible. He is 40. Ridiculous way to start. <laughs> right, what about this guy? Tom Waits. Oh, Tom Waits, Mr. Gravel Neck yeah. himself. This man makes makes Enda Murphy, Voice of a Thousand Souls, sound like Alan Jones. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> We're walking on here. Yeah, I know, he's unreal. You could cut glass with his voice. You really could. Yeah. I don't, sometimes it's so low, it's actually hard to know if he's singing or if he's uh, if he's snoring next to the music. Yeah. You know, yeah. sometimes yeah. it's unbelievable. Or trying to clear something. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, you're like, this would be a lovely song off that noise. Stop yeah. in the background. Yeah, it's, it's like all... he's building up to it. He's kind of yeah. like, just give me a second. I need to. And like, is he impo- singing now? Or is he just clearing the stuff? It's impossible to hear the words in some of it. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. You know it's solo. There's obviously. <laughs> there's probably I don't know bats out there who are big Tom Waits fans. Oh yeah. <laughs> How does he even do a gig? Like, it's hard to go that low. Yeah. Without the, hurting the bloke, yourself. The bloke on sound, he must have the bass turned down to zero. Zero, I yeah. can't get any more bass out of it. I, don't, I can't do anything with him. And he's still... I feel, feel like a little bit like a choir boy. Why are you making it like that? <sighs> I go, yeah, Tom Waits, he is fantastic. Yeah. That song, Marsh, is one of the best songs ever. Stick an age on him. Oh, 66. 71. Ah, fast. 71. Right. Okay. right. Now, what about this? Do you know the name of Sue Johnson? No. Sue okay. Johnson. Uh... Wait till I tell you this. Now you will know her. Okay. And you will like her. The royal family. Oh, God. Brookside. Oh, I thought you were going to say she was a, like a princess or something. What? Yeah, sorry, Brook. No. As in the sitcom, the oh, royal. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, and uh... Brookside. Oh, yeah. I never really got into either of them. What? My God! Oh, I know, I know what you're talking but about. I mean, you know the way she was basically the the yeah. screen wife of Ricky Tomlinson, oh, who was in who here. She is. Yeah, he's very nice. In man. his vest and all oh, that. Oh, he's very nice man. Yeah, yeah, he was great. Now, the, I mean, the, she's a brilliant actress. Brilliant, brilliant yeah. actress. Sadly, she's a big Liverpool fan. Oh God! <laughs> this is one of those days where everything's slightly disappointing. Isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, you've got John Terry and a big Liverpool fan of oh, the same birthday. Oh yeah, I know what you mean when you said the birthdays weren't great. Now I get it. Now it's all making perfect sense. Uh, I can't. I, I can think you not I know who she is. You've seen. You've seen at least one episode of the uh, Royal Family. Yeah, oh yeah, right. Yeah. So think of the one that's like Sit on next the couch. To Ricky yeah, exactly. <laughs> On the couch. <laughs> it says 73. Not bad, 77. Oh, okay. 77. I kind of went, went off his age, didn't it, yeah. there. Right, what about Nicole Appleton? What's that now? Of All Saints fame. Oh, right, yeah. Nicole Appleton, of course, who... Is she still... Oh, is that my band? Reach for the stars. No, no, All Saints. Oh, what's what? Is that You know, them? Pure Shores and all that. Pure the Shores and all. <laughs> That's no, the where s- the water goes to... <laughs> Pure shores and You know the sisters, Nicole Appleton and... What's the other one's name? Is it Natalie? Kim Marsh. Natalie. uh, Natalie was married to Liam Gallagher, I think. Oh, was she? Is that... Look, I could be getting all of this very, very wrong. Look, will you just think about All Saints? Okay, yeah. Sorry, you have me thinking of Oasis now. Now I'm... Today is going to be the day we're going to reach for the stars and all. Um, I gotta say, I don't know what age these people are. Forty-one. Not bad. Forty-six. Okay, that'll oh my do. God, that was a struggle. Yes, yeah, sorry about that. And then what about uh, this one? One of our own to finish. An absolute genius, Damien Rice. Oh, Damien Rice. Yeah. Yeah. What an album that story of O is. Incredible album. Absolutely, isn't it? just. It must be one of the greatest Irish is albums the, ever. Yeah. What's the one with the Eskimo one in it? Eskimo. He's got the song with an Eskimo fella in it. Does he? A song with an Eskimo is there, Yeah, it's not that. No. Oh, I can't think now. Just it probably is. Very good. Anyway, I remember listening to it and thinking, that's a very good song about the Eskimo fella. Yeah. I did think that. <laughs> that's stuck in your mind. 
That's yeah, yeah. Great. Maybe it's from maybe it's from a different album. Does he have an album called The Little Eskimo Fella or something like that? <laughs> I tell you what, we have so much help today. Not only is Magic Mike back ensconced in the West. Yes, he is. We have John. English John showed up as well just by virtue of the fact that it was cold outside and he he didn't want to be outdoors. Yeah, he's there. So he's here. Um, So we'll get... So do you want to find out, does Damien Rice have anything to do about an Eskimo fella, John, if you don't mind? Thanks very much. Right, we're on it. There you go. We got our best researcher on the job. (laughs) Uh, I got to say... Damien Rice is like 47. Yeah! That'll do. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well done. So, technically, I'll give you two, even though I gave you a mulligan on the first one. Okay, that's grand, yeah. So, so that's not bad. That's a success, buddy. Yeah, I think John has confirmed the Eskimo thing, has he? There is an Eskimo thing. Unfortunately, okay, I have to switch it over. Uh, Hang on a second. Oh, God, no! Uh, Oh, my God, this is... Look at this. Trust. PJ Gallagher to make my life difficult. Sorry, now you can speak, John. Okay, this Eskimo. Damien Rice had a song called Eskimo. Excellent. Oh, well done. Yeah. That's the one. First line on Wikipedia says, there's a great deal of speculation as to who his Eskimo friend is. Ah, look at that. After yesterday, you, it might be me. You've unearthed a mystery. I did, thank PJ God. For that. Well done, Something you. Something nobody knew except me. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Now you're up to date on the whole of PJ and Jim waking up happy weekdays from 6 a.m. This is Classic Hits. Thank you, Kylie. John, uh, 6.33, how are you, sir? Long time no chat and Indeed, all that. Yeah, yeah. What's, What's the story with you? Uh, well, yeah, in for me troubles. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> well, I'm just going to say, like, I mean, there was a suspicion that you went to ground. Indeed, Following yeah. the kind of slow demise of the spirit of the blues. Yeah, it's been... Uh, it's been it sort of worked hand in hand, hasn't it? Hand in glove. So, yeah. Uh, so I went off the mornings there after a brief stint on them where everything was more than rosy in the garden and since then it's collapsed into a big steaming pile of manure Yeah, it's, it's not good at the moment No, I'm, so I mean effectively PJ I think we you and I can take credit for that magnificent sort of Everton reckon, resurgence yeah. I would say we definitely played our part I would think that's fair to say yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what brings you to us this morning? That's a very good question. I'm just here because somebody asked me to be here, and I'm fairly satisfied to be here for the time being. Fairly satisfied? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that a. John is. Oh, I'd tell you something. Nobody gives a compliment like John Hart. Oh, yeah. Yes, I, may I say I'm, I'm relatively satisfied. <laughs> yes. Just, yeah. just being here. At least, I suppose it's technically better than being in the freezing cold. It's kind of like, yeah, it's not a lot. You're well, not you doing know. any of your usual nonsense. Yeah. So. Coming in on Friday, the, the keys were jammed again, and it's up the north, sir. It's absolute. The traffic is back, and you're like, God, really? Do you have to do this again now? That's you know, when you're when you're coming in the afternoon. Yes, yes. mad so stuff. Came in early, like I've left an, an hour and ten to give enough time. Yeah, and then you're down by the new courts, and it's down by beside the bus stop, the depot there, Coiningham Road. Absolutely chocka all the way in. And you're like, oh God. You see, you know, you'd be better <laughs> off even if you're not working with us in the morning. You'd be better off coming in anyway. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Although the, I mean, look at John. That's what 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 English John does. Well, he just—he literally just comes in just for the warmth. I brings in his own light bulb and everything. <laughs> <laughs> to keep, yeah. But this is the thing. It's the only way to avert it because it's already... I know they're going to bring back the restrictions in the new year probably. But at yeah. the same time, it's like, oh, we'll, we'll go out and buy tr- trinkets or whatever they do for Christmas. This present-giving <laughs> nonsense. So that means everybody has to go around buying stuff yes. for each other. And what's yeah. more, I tell you something, if, I, if John Hartz buys you a trinket, you better be relatively satisfied yeah, with yeah. it. I tell you. <laughs> Yeah, the police, every little thing she does is magic here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Monday, 7th of December. It's about 17 minutes away from 7 o'clock. Thank you so much, 87 By the way, speaking of the police, I heard a thing there over the course of the weekend of, um, you know, the uh, the police song, Every Breath You Take? Yeah. Um, Sting apparently talking about how he's so, he gets really unnerved by the amount of people who think that's a love song. Oh yeah, when it's, it's a actually, stalky weirdo yeah, song. It's yeah. actually about a stalker who just can't let go. Yeah, just a, yeah, he's, it's a crazy person. But everybody thinks it's a sort of like a love song of like, oh, every step, every breath you type, oh. Yeah, but it's, it's Sting's <laughs> fault for making it so jo- bloody jovial. <laughs> Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the time... <laughs> Mike with his Suzanne Vega song Oh as yeah a, As a love song As a love song yeah. The one that was like, actually about domestic like abuse that's not a love song It was a Valentine's Day We were two of us were doing the show on Valentine's Day Yeah I goes there's a love song Isn't it? Oh, I was like Shake me head oh, I don't know I don't think so 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, 087-188-0008 if you need to give us a shout. Lots of people have. A uh, few bits and pieces. Um, the Lily White's in a spot of bother. He forgot to pay a toll on uh, Mrs. Lily White's car. So oh, there's a fine gee, on the way. Oh, you, and, you uh, silly sausage. He's expecting, he's expecting there may be trouble ahead. Yeah, just get online and pay it before it even comes in the door. Make the post disappear. Absolutely. The best thing to do. Pay the fine and everything. Throw money at them, Lily yeah. Boy. Throw money at them. It'll the be better. Answer. It'll be better than facing the wrath. Of of, your, of of Mrs. Lily White. Yeah, yeah, making an eejit out of me. You know, people get embarrassed and all, as if the people in the toll centre know who it is and everything. <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh, also, a uh, few people uh, pointing out the fact that um, uh, you must be absolutely delighted. It's a complete win-win situation for you in the uh, All-Ireland this year. It is, it really is. You know, Dublin and Mayo. Oh, that's not what I was thinking. You know, anyway, so I really thought Tipperary would do better than that. Now, yesterday, I really did. I was really gunning for Tipperary yesterday. But li- literally, uh, I mean, it's a kind of a you can't lose. I can lose, Jim, because I'm not from Mayo, <laughs> right? If you can't tell, please. Are, are you going to be wearing one of those half and half jerseys? Oh my God, the people that do that—that's that, those are people who think that Sting wrote a love song. Yeah, the people who wear half and half jerseys. Yeah. Half and half—that would be. I, t- I just, I feel the need t- to get you one. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare. Uh, the ch- uh, it's unreal. Uh, <sighs> why did I ever come clean about that? I could have hidden that in my murky past. Yeah. That I have uh, I'm, I, I, roots like It's a real mail. shame that um, I need to do mine again. It's a real shame mine was whatever they, what do they call it? I don't know, a contaminated Contaminated or something, or what, or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Were you interfering Jim with Jim has diesel for spit. <laughs> and when he sent off his DNA sample, they sent it back saying there's no machine good enough to process this. That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your uh, your origins are actually the Ford 19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. yeah, you should do it again, though. Oh, well, yeah. Because I tell you, it's about time you shared the load. I can't wait. I hope there's something... Oh God! What could you be? Nothing. You what see, if I'm you related? Do you know, what would be ideal for you now would be that if the if we found out that I was related in some way to royalty, <laughs> I'd love that. Oh, I'd love that. That'd be that'd be right up your street. Oh, I'd learn the trumpet just so I could play yeah. when you walked into rooms and everything. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, please it's welcome PJ and Prince Jim, Prince Jimmy. <laughs> of around yeah. the suspe- world. By the way, I strongly suspect that's not the case. Yeah, but but I, I'll uh, definitely have to get around to doing it again. Yeah, See, the problem was yeah. they went to ground. They had, they, you know, we were doing it, yeah. and it was kind of like, and and then, and then when we went to say, oh look, something went wrong, they kind of <laughs> wouldn't answer our so, emails. Yeah, that was like, no, nah, you're all right. <laughs> you're going, your your saliva broke all our machines once. We're not doing it again. Yeah, they didn't want to run the risk of anybody else being from Mayo. I'd say yeah. that's probably oh, what. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, I'd ra- I preferred when I used to be called a cax robber. Then the, yeah. the, the, oh, Somebody else been on about No they haven't yeah. But um, but actually uh, I, I tell you something as well that, uh, You know we've got A double money Monday On yes. the hit bit today Right It's it's an amazing Kind of thing in here At the moment Because it feels like We're on a proper show Yeah It's like one of those Proper shows That are on proper Stations and everything That have like Lots of people And resources And everything uh, yeah. Because we've got like We've got our series producer in the West Yeah Magic, Magic Mike, Mike is Mike. there Magic Mike you are there aren't you Overseeing making I sure, sure that, am I, Yes That everything And then And Magic Mike has his Like assistant show producer Yeah A man on English, the scene English John Mr John It's yeah. just the other side of the glass there it's amazing. It's like being on one of those big, you know, overpriced RTE productions. I know, it's great. And we even have, like, Tara, who just, you know, she's always just too busy to be in work. <laughs> yeah. You know, you get that yeah. sort of thing, yeah. Well, yeah, like, I mean, in fairness, I mean, hello, Tara had a good run there. She must have had a few weeks in a row. I don't know. I think she did two whole weeks where she was here. That's remarkable. It's some going, isn't it? It is remarkable. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And she sent in... The other, the other John. We've a whole army of Johns here willing it's to take up the reins. Isn't it? Yeah. Wherever you're stuck, if Co- you need a John, well, there's th- probably a, a call a John line, is there? Man, we've got a new business idea. Call a John. Do you have someone who never shows up for work? <laughs> do you have someone? Do you have an emergency in your life? Call yeah. a John. Who are you going to call? We have Johns <laughs> here who specialise in electricity. Presenting. We have Johns that can do anything you need. We have driving Johns, cooking Johns. Oh, we literally. All the Johns. The ultimate Johns. Yeah. Anyway, so we got Magic Mike standing by in charge of things in the West, overseeing all things. 
and uh, and we have uh, Helper John, the other side of the glass there, who literally is available to go anywhere, do anything at a moment's notice. He's going to walk out on us now. He like, probably who is, could blame him? Yeah, to be fair, yeah. It's probably slightly over the top, that bit as well. But anyway, it is a, it is a Double Money Monday, and uh, we're playing for how much, PJ? We're playing for 1,300 quid, 1,300 euros. So call one of the Johns here on John, 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 John. And, uh, the and phone- if that doesn't work, try 087 triple zero eight on whatsapp that'll do yeah we can do that as well yeah which is manned by another john can we have a john line yes exactly that's it call the john line oh eight six oh what is it oh i've forgotten the number now because i've been talking such rubbish christmas classic bonnie m and mary's boy child here are classic hits waking up happy with pj and jim almost 10 past seven on this monday 7th of december thank you so much for letting us hang out with you on your monday oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight if you need to give us a shout Check this one out, PJ, right before we go into this next story. Selma's been on. Okay, you know the way we were talking earlier on, how we've got uh, both Johns with us. we got John yeah. Hart in uh, in the newsroom. we got uh, English John, by coincidence, uh, outside the little window there. Yes. The production area. Of course, Magic Mike overseeing all things uh, from the West, as always. But um, Selma thought that English John and John Hart... Yeah. We're the same person. Excuse me? And she's not alone in that regard. She's not the no, first person. No, yeah. stop it. Yeah, thought that English John was John Hart. That he just was putting on a strange voice when he was doing the news. I don't know. I'm not even sure she noticed that. Uh, yeah. She thought they were one and the same. Oh, that's, um, that's incredible. And she's not the first person to have they made that mistake. They couldn't sound more different from each other, yeah. the two lads. I, I can't. I'm, I'm baffled. Honestly. Have we seen them? In, oh, we have actually. We're we have. They're right there. They're right beside each other. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> kind of defeats that argument. No, no. They're very, very separate. Maybe it's that slightly dry wit that the pair of them share. They did. Yeah, that's very true. That yeah. could be it. That 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 could be it. Maybe. But yeah. anyway, no. Very much. Uh, very much uh, different people. It has to be said. So blown away. <laughs> Thank you for that. Blown away. <laughs> Anyway, uh, time to talk about food. It's our favourite thing on this show. We talk about food all the time. Constantly. Generally, when we're trying to blag free food. Yeah. Normally. But um, but this time, actually, it's a conversation about food that neither of us are looking forward to because it's... It's pretty awful food. Well, I'm disgusted by some by two things on this list. They've basic, basically they've surveyed over two thousand people about what is the worst foods ever made. What is the worst, the most disgusting thing you've ever put in your mouth that has been deemed food? Yeah. Even though all it does is cause revulsion inside you, you know. And are you are you disgusted about something that is on the list or that is not on the list? Both. I'm both. Right. So I th- I think that the number one thing is probably the most disgusting thing. Fair enough. But the number two, oh no, that's disgusting as well uh, but the number right, so three many, and four are, how many numbers are there well there's actually 15 in total but um, I don't know if you want to go through all 15 but there's 10 that we always do our top 10s yeah And uh, I uh, do you feel a top 10 coming on I feel a top 10 coming on right do, well then Jim. let me make that happen for you yes thank you very much the most disgusting foods people asked what is well, what is disgusting basically and I have to say I kinda, it starts out badly for me because I love these things. Gherkins in at number 10. 21% Gherkins. of those asked, yeah. Blah. I don't know how they work this Hang out. a second, did you just say you like them and then went, Blah. Yeah, I'm disgusted with the people who spit oh. them out. You know those people, I have, you know those people that go to McDonald's and all, they pick them out of the burgers. No, I don't I'm like sort them. of indifferent. I mean, it wouldn't, make I loved me, them. it wouldn't make me heave. Oh, I loved them. I wouldn't go out of my way to ask for them to be added. The, the only thing that's less, that, well, I love, that's more enjoyable than actually eating the gherkin is when you flick it at your friend's head and it sticks to his forehead. Did you ever do that? <laughs> That's, a, that, that's no. always great. No, oh, I never yeah. did that. Never oh, that's a great friend. thing to do. Yeah, flick it at the... And it's, whatever it sticks to, it's brilliant. Flicking yeah. pickles at a friend, eh? Yeah. That's your idea of fun, is it? I'm not a pickle flicker. <laughs> I'm a pickle flicker son. <laughs> oh, right. there's a great tongue twister. So, gherkins at 10, eh? Now, uh, hang on a second. So, do, do they differentiate between forms of pickle? No, they don't. No, it's just in there as, right, as okay. a gherkin, you know, essentially. In at number nine is the avocado. The avocado is in there. Wow. Yeah. As, as one of the most disgusting foods. As one of the most disgusting. I understand that. I mean, I do like them, but I was once described to me as nothing more than a weird cold mashed potato. And I was like, okay, I'll give you that. that it does have that about it. Yeah. It does have cold, weird mashed potato. I mean, I would have, again, I would have taken somebody being a bit indifferent to it. Like, it's, if somebody had to turn around and said, like, really, it's, it's kind of tasteless. Mm. I would have sort of said, well, 
Yes. Well, yes, it is. <laughs> you really just have to go with something else. Yeah. Disgusting, yeah, I, I find I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat one on its own. No. It ha- there has to be something to go with it. And Imagine generally that. a lot of salt as well. No, so there is someone out there, isn't it, just eats them like apples, like some sort of strange <laughs> smudging in it. There is. Now I get it. Now I agree with it. It should be on the list. Uh, goat's cheese is in at number eight. I can't believe that. I love goat's cheese. Yeah. I love it. I this was a very strange for eight list. Years, and all I have, to, I have to say, during that time, it was before vegetarian food was everywhere. So if you were a vegetarian, you basically ended up with a goat's cheese tartlet everywhere you went. And, and side say, salad. And that was it, yeah. Goat's cheese tartlet, whatever that is, and side salad. It was everywhere. That was the vegetarian option all over the world. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with goat's cheese. I this is a very weird. These are the most disgusting foods, this according is the to this most survey. Hated foods, and yeah. none of those three so far would would bring bring about revulsion. No, though. and no, neither would number seven. Olives, I love olives. I love olives. Yeah, that's a ridiculous list. Why I you know. re- did you get this the wrong way round? I or? did not. I did not. This is the asked to choose a trio of their most hated foods. Foods people chose the following. Wow. So these are yeah, so definitely that is. Now we're into the fishy stuff. You know fishy stuff is going to get in there. Number six is mackerel. I hate mackerel. I tried it. I bought two mackerel fillets and I ate the both of them. And I have to say I, I didn't enjoy any of it. Yeah, but you disgusting. still managed to eat both. I, I can't throw so out food. Your revulsion, throw out food. your revulsion didn't kick in maybe after one mackerel. It kicked fillet. in after one mouthful, Jim. And then but I, you kept going. I ruined two dinners, yeah. Two dinners, yeah. <laughs> I was I was dreading eating my dinner the whole day of the day before. <laughs> I was, yeah. I was there. I can't believe I have to eat this thing. Disgusting. You didn't have oh, to I eat it. I did have to eat. You can't throw food. I have a dread of it. I was thinking, <sighs> would I give it to the old fox wow. in the backyard? And I think, no, I can't. He'd be coming back looking for more. Oh, it was what, too what, How would you describe mackerel you know, if you had to kind of... For those of us who are not big seafood... Well, not big fish lovers. It's like... Um, imagine a, a chicken who ate, spends his life solely eating um, anchovies. And then... And then Right, and then he had, uh, and he was mad for the booze and cigarettes. It's, and then you ate him. That's what it tastes like. Wow. Yeah, that's what that, that's a, like. that's a that's an amazing collage of flavors. Yeah. That is. It's like it? eating an alcoholic chicken. <laughs> Uh, or wow. who was mad for the fags okay mackerel yeah no I can kind of I'm not a big fish fan yeah, at the best of times so you could probably put in just about any fish there I love maybe. fish but I don't like these and I don't like number five is sardines yeah no again sardines I don't even know what they are what are they like they're they're small fish oh they're my yeah I know how did they get that small? What's going on with them? They're up to no sardines, good. Sardines, yeah. They're up to See, no See, the other good. thing about sardines, are, are sardines served with their heads and all and stuff. Are they? Are, are they, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't... I've never... I've never... I've never desired to have an encounter with a sardine. I don't mind eating fish with a head. I'm, I'm all right with that. You know, I've, I've sat there and I've plucked through a fish with a head on it. Right. But it's just, it's a bit of work. I prefer when it's filleted. When the chef, you know, when the chef basically is too lazy to do the work for you. Yeah. I'm not into that. Like when they give you prawns and they're still in their shells now. You're like, oh, I think you forgot something. <laughs> uh, so blue cheese is here at number four. Oh, I love blue love cheese. blue cheese. That's I ridiculous. This list is rubbish. That's true. I told you about me two weeks ago when they had me blue cheese. And I got, uh, woke up and there's still a half a block left and I had nothing. I was like seven o'clock in the morning and I ate blue cheese and I swear to God, Jim, on an empty stomach, it wasn't a good idea. And every time I breathed out, it was burning the back of my nose. <laughs> it was so strong. It was half seven in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning. And I was like, oh my God. And then, you know, you start getting the... Seven o'clock in the morning, you woke up and had blue cheese. I did. I was looking at like a lord I was. Like a lord looking out the window. Just, on, on my own. No music on renting. <laughs> Eat the big block of blue cheese. Just oh, because you could. Just because I And could. just because you wouldn't throw it out. Yeah, and I, I loved it, but I, I, at the same time, I knew it was disgusting. Do you know wow. that kind of carry on? Yeah. yeah. It was disastrous. Brilliant. Mm. Uh, and then you ended like up suffering again. from blue cheese burn. Yeah, I did. Afterwards. Blue cheese burn. Actually, now I've changed my mind. I don't like that anymore. I ruined it. <laughs> uh, black pudding is number three. What? I know. I know. I can't believe it. I don't know anyone who doesn't like black pudding. Wow. Black pudding is a tremendous. Like, it's... Everything about it should be disgusting when you think about how it's made. Yeah. But it's I mean, I'm a, yeah, I'm a fan of the sort of a, the crumbly stuff. Yeah, the, I'm not the mad about the guilty stuff. And all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's some, yeah. I'm not mad about so, petrol station pudding. No, there's no. some there's some ones that they put. You know, there's a bit too much griddle now for my life. Yeah, yeah, mm. I know what you mean. And you know the one in petrol station that tastes like a sort of a weird pig t- pig flavored fudge. <laughs> you know that stuff. It's like pig fudge. 
I'm not into that now. <laughs> That's among, that is the best ever description I've heard of pudding. Yeah, pig fudge, yeah. Because I quite like when the when the white pudding is sort of spreadable. I quite like that. Yeah. Makes it great on a sandwich. Exactly, yeah, I know, you know what you're saying. So yeah. the pig fudge in the white. Yeah, it's fine. It's like, I like white pig fudge, but black pig fudge. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, I don't pig like fudge. it. Pig fudge, love yeah, it. Yeah, when you say, oh, God. <laughs> you're like, why does this chocolate taste of pig? It's weird. Uh, oysters is number two. Disgusting. I, yeah. can, I will honestly say. Well, I wouldn't say, quite go disgusting. I, I mean, I had them in here. That was the only time I'd ever had them. And I thought oh, they were. Really? Again, I'm a little bit. No, to be honest, I'd never I probably ordered them. Horrified. I was horrified. Okay, the look is a bit iffy to say it, the least. It was like an alpha for me. It was like an. <laughs> this is too disgusting. It was, to be honest with you, it was a bit like the very first conversation you had with me this morning. Yeah. About your issues. Well, that's what an oyster tasted like to me. It was like an alpha blew a snot rocket into a glass and you had to drink. That's And you had to eat. Oh, that's how Jesus. disgusting. Oh my that's God. That's how disgusting an, oh, an oyster is. Nobody's recovering from that. That's yeah. the. Oh, In fact, dear I feel Lord. Bit sick now, think about it. Yeah. I shouldn't have said that. You brought a nation to its knees. Oh, God. Yeah. That's, that's what it was the worst. Like. Oh, it dear was, Lord. Into a glass. Hey, some, somebody say something to get that, <laughs> that out of my head, please. Right, I'll give you the number one most disgusting thing. Right. Anchovies. Anchovies? Yes. Yeah, I'm not Nobody a fan of them. Nobody likes anchovies. Exactly. What? Nobody Who likes invented them. anchovies? I have no God. idea. Yeah, well, he was up to no good. It was a bad day. Bad day at work when people created yeah. anchovies, yeah. People put them on their pizzas and oh, everything, don't they? Oh, I remember being in Barcelona and I got a sandwich and it looked so delicious and I remember biting into it and all of a sudden I was like, what's it? <laughs> it looks so delicious. I was like, oh, what is this? Oh my God, what's that taste? I, like, I think there's something in this. You know, I was, I was there with the lady and I was like, oh, I think there's something in this, love. Oh. And she... And- and Come here, listen. I opened it up and there was like little miniature fish lying on it, like they were having, like they were after hijacking it. Like they snuck in. Oh, oh, it was on the little faces and everything. Even, oh, so even sardines don't like anchovies. No, they, they regard don't. them as just weird little fish. Yeah. Yeah, they get they, they get upset because they get painted with the same brush that anchovies get. Oh, they're so, so disgusting. So would would anchovies actually come higher on your list than the one that you've obviously omitted there, which we all famously know about you, with which? coleslaw? Oh, God, yeah, coleslaw should be on the list. Yeah. I would say... Worse than anchovies? I don't, it's very hard to say, Jim. They're both so disgusting. You know what right. I mean? They're so, so disgusting. So uh, an anchovy and coleslaw sandwich <laughs> for you... <laughs> Oh God! That's it. I have to run to the toilet. Sing it back from a loco here at Classic Hits. Twenty to eight. Hit bit on the way. It is Double Money Monday on the Hit Bit. Thirteen hundred euro yours to play for. ClassicHits.e. Good place to check out all the previous guesses. Listen as often as you like, and then let us know if you want to play Magic Mike. Standing by in the West. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight on WhatsApp. Let us know if you fancy a bash at that thirteen hundred euro. Uh, loads of people getting in touch about the uh, the foods, the list of foods that were regarded as the the most revolting foods or disgusting foods or whatever it was that you called them. Um, uh, a staunch defence being made of anchovies. Yeah, I can't believe it. Yeah, I, somebody I honestly has, can't believe it. One I'm of shocked. them says, uh, salty little fish. How could you not like them? Ooh. Somebody else saying, what? Anchovies are amazing. They melt in the pan. They give great flavour to stew. Gorgeous on pizza. They're all so disgusting on pizza. Stew? Imagine oh. putting anchovies in your stew. Imagine fish on a pizza. Jim, yeah. I ask you. Crazy. I ask What's next? You. Melon? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know. I, I can't. Oh, wow. I can't get my head around the whole anchovy thing at all. Yeah, people defending anchovies. Also, um, the interesting one here, because this one I know you're going to object to, uh, Mark and Cork is on to say, surely mushrooms have to be number one. Oh, my God. I love mushrooms. There you go. There's Mark who hates mushrooms. I can't understand that. Mushrooms are amazingly delicious. Those ones we had in up Jones Garden Centre. They the deadly, aren't they? Was so, I don't know what he did them in, but they were fabulous. They were as salty as an anchovy without <laughs> the disgustivity of it. Somebody else saying, what about Brussels sprouts? Loved them, absolutely. Yeah, I like Brussels sprouts as By well. By the way, you've just reminded me, somebody sent me in here uh, to the station um, a Brussels sprout cookbook because I'm always going on about how much I loved them. And there was no name or anything attached to where it came from. But thank so you very much. So whoever you are, I appreciate it very greatly. Wow. Um, uh, and then on the subject of the black pudding, right? 
because you know the way we were talking about the black pudding thing. You yeah. said you got a text from your sister. You, you, outraged. I actually can't read it. It's so the, the language in it is outrageous. Not, that's how much she hates really? black pudding. Yeah, that's amazing. Unbelievable. Somebody in your family using foul and abusive language. language and what she's comparing the black pudding to and all. I can't even say it on air. That's oh how my god! Now literally from the man who had a revolting description of oysters earlier on. Yeah, you're saying that your sister's text is so bad it can't be. It can't be shared with the nation. Just, yeah, it's Can you like, paraphrase? Yes, it's like it's like a pig with lumps on its bottom did a poo. <laughs> and some genius with a, with a swear is, word this, in there. Hang on a second. So this is like, obviously she's not a fan of black pudding. Oh, oh no, not at all. Right, yeah. okay. And some genius, but there's another word in there, right. decided, oh, sure, wouldn't it be great to get that big lump from the pig's <laughs> bottom and fill it with poo from the pig's bottom and... Wouldn't put it for, eat it for breakfast. Wrong, wow. wrong, wrong. Right. So, so, I, I would like to say to you, sister Stacey Gallagher, that you are wrong, wrong, wrong. The black pudding is indeed the chocolate of meat. It is the, somebody the is saying that um, apparently black pudding now is um, is now powdered beef blood in most cases. Oh, it's very nice. There you go. Powdered oh, beef blood. Yeah, sounds disgusting. Also, I grant, but it's absolutely delicious. Somebody um, uh, putting a, sp- uh, a spoke in for Rudd's Oh, yeah, it's very good, yeah. As opposed to very, the Very, very good, I have to say, yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, although I do think Clannacilty's the best. <laughs> Lads, you can rub anchovies onto a, a leg of lamb before roasting. And apparently it's delicious, according to Gary. Well, you can rub anything on anything. It doesn't make it. You can rub soap on a leg of lamb. It's not going to taste very nice. Ugh. Also, somebody's saying, why isn't Turkish Delight on that list? Because it's delicious. And because anyone who doesn't like Turkish Delight, obviously There is has something a little bit weird about it. I mean, I'm not saying it would make me throw up, but I'd never I'd never opt for it. Turkish Delight? Yeah. Are you joking? Yeah. I used to like you. I used to think we had a lot in common. <laughs> I used to think we saw the world the same way, Jim. And now I know it's all been a big charade. <laughs> oh, and then and Jay and Tipperary now is worried about himself because he literally loves everything on that list. And fair play to you. <laughs> Fair, if you can eat everything on that list, there's... You name it, anchovies, avocado, oh. everything. Well, there you go. If you can take... Oh, my God, t- Jay claims that he has avocado on his pizza. Surely that would just kind of like... What would happen to an avocado on a, in a pizza oven? I'm horrified. <laughs> like, this is it. We've hit the new, lo- new lows. New lows, Jim. Classic hits. Classic hits. And now... The Hit Bit with Supermax. Hitting the right notes with a 100% fresh, festive five ounce. Now that's tasty and tempting. Hit Bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit. But what hit is it? Hey! The classic hit bit it is Double Money Monday. That means it's worth 1,300 euros today. A pile of cash, so it is, especially this end of Christmas. These are the days you want to give it away. Like the last couple went on Double Money Mondays, didn't mm, they? Yeah, big uh, cash. So uh, let's talk to Linda Daly first. Uh, Linda, we'll give you one little listen to it again. Here it is. And how are you, Linda? How was your weekend? Fine, not too bad. My weekend was good. Yeah, good. So what did you get up to, or if anything? Uh, we put up the Christmas tree. That was about it. Way hey, go. up goes the Christmas tree, PJ. <laughs> oh, Linda, All they're the everywhere. Days are coming. All the days are coming. <laughs> uh, can, you can tell that Jim is rubbing it in there a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how are you feeling today, Linda? You well? I'm good now. Yeah, thank you. Right, good stuff. Let's I know you convinced you have this, Linda. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. Right. right. Okay. Go on then. Go for it. what do you think? Uh, I think it's "Leave Me Alone" by Michael Jackson. Oh, oh my god one? Oh yeah yeah I couldn't think of the song there for a second I, would, I was going to say I would have thought it would be your theme tune Leave me alone <laughs> Leave me alone Yeah From Michael Jackson It is a mantra Right let's head to the west The one and only Magic Mike is standing by In the west How are you Michael? I'm not too bad lads And Linda it is a good guess I must say But it is wrong So oh, you got to okay. beat it Just beat it <laughs> Beat it oh. Beat it <laughs> Right, Linda, uh, listen, thanks for trying. Have a good day. Take care no of yourself. Cheers. See you later, Bye-bye. Linda. Uh, so it's Mike on line two. Another Mike. Uh, uh, oh, Mike, Mike how Mangan, how are you? Hello, how are you? What's the crack with you? How was your weekend, Mike? Oh, it was good. Just plenty of mackerel there yesterday morning. Oh. You know, I've been the oily this morning. Oh, you're a disgusting man. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting man scoffing mackerel over the weekend. Uh, I, I know, Mike, I've tried it once. I, like I said, I ruined two dinners with one mackerel. It was an unbelievable thing. Come here, is a mackerel, is that, what's a kipper? 
Why is it a smoked mackerel? Isn't that yeah. what it is? Yeah. yeah. Is, right. So why does it get its own name if it's just smoked? You don't have another name for a smoked chicken. Like, unless oh, that's what a turkey is. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, anyway, so, Mike, do you like your, your, your mackerel smoked or not? Uh, I, each way, I, I love I love mackerel. He can, can go either way, can Mike? Yeah, I'll, bring, I'll bring some around to you someday, some morning. There you go now. Please don't do that, Mike. Please <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> we'll leave it in the studio with you, PJ. Uh, oh, God. The idea of being sharing the same room. The idea of sharing the same planet as a mackerel is kind of disturbing for me. <laughs> right. Mike, let's give you some cash. What are you going for? Um, I think it sure is. Make some sweet dreams. Oh, good song. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, big song. To our own Mike, then, what do you think? Okay, from one mic to another mic, I wish, Mike, I could make your sweet dreams come true, but I can't, I'm afraid. You're oh, no. <laughs> unlucky. Oh, unlucky. Oh, Listen, Mike, you and your mackerel have a, cra- a cracking day. Take care of yourself. Good man. Love yeah. Cheers. Okay. Brush your teeth now today, will you? For God's sake. <laughs> That's a bit harsh. I'm just saying, you wouldn't you wonder wouldn't you be getting there, like, you're passing it by until you'd confuse it with a weird perfume or something. Wow. Right, uh, Niall Boylan will give you another shot at Double Money Monday. Half one for the €1,300 Euro Classic Hits. <laughs> if you want to check it out first. PJ and Jim in the morning. Yeah, Christmas classic from Andy Williams. The most wonderful time of the year here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this uh, Monday 7th of December. The sleeps are counting down, PJ. You're such a nonsense person sometimes. <laughs> Oh, eight and a half minutes past eight o'clock. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. And from that Christmas classic into a Christmas story that's far, far from classic, really. Far isn't it? from classic, actually. Will you be careful what you're spending your money on out there? Just, you know what I mean? Give something a good old scan around. Maybe get some recommendations before you read something, think it's fantastic, and then maybe get disappointed, you know, because mm. it's happening. Some places that have been... De- every year these things come up, like a, a, an Irish version or an English version of Lapland. Yeah. Have a, and then it turns out to be some sort of crapland. Uh, so crapland is kind of something that is... That's, yeah. it, it comes up over and over again. Yeah, you know? And this year as well, because of the, all the kind of restriction things that are in place, yeah. you know, the, people have started to do... New schemes, shall we say? They have yeah, and, and, and like drive-bys and things. Drive, exactly. Families in Limerick, though, so I've been very disappointed. We're very disappointed this weekend because, of course, it started right. All the Santa's Grottoes and all those places have opened up and all right. And if you pay thirty-eight euro for a ticket, which is what this one was in Limerick, right? You would expect the real Santa Claus to be there at that price. I would expect to meet the real Santa. Yeah, you know, actual Santa himself. I would be of expecting course. to meet a thirty-eight quid. Right? Naturally. Uh, and as, I, I just as opposed to what, like? As opposed to when they pulled up and Santa, uh, Santa, now, in, in inverted quote, Thomas, uh, he approached the car and they said he was about 18 or 19 <laughs> and he had black hair and a studded eyebrow. <laughs> right, so he you hadn't... You know what I mean. He hadn't grown into Santa, yes. No, he had far from it. He was, right. a, he was a young fella in a Santa costume was basically what he was, yeah. Right. A studded eyebrow, black hair. Black hair. 18 or 19. Well, you know, I mean, like, who's to say? You know, maybe maybe the Santa image we have is a mere, you know, marketing image. But maybe the real Santa is only 18 with a, a, an eye ring and black hair. Fart off. I've met a real Santa. He's nothing like that. It's ludicrous. And it was one of those things. So it was it was supposed to be um, in Cora Chase. Uh, in oh no, it was changed to Limerick Racecourse. Yeah, it was supposed to be in Cora Chase, right? Right. And uh, they were supposed to arrive, and then you would see all the trees decorated. You drive through the woodland, you know, that would lead you to Santa and everything. And then it was changed to Limerick Racecourse. So you arrived at a horse racing track, and then a young fellow with a studded eyebrow came out, and you paid twenty eight quid for. It. I mean, in fairness, in yeah. fairness, you would be slightly miffed. For want of a better word. And it happens all over the place. Uh, did he give it the full ho, ho, ho? We don't know. We right. just know that people are very disappointed. We know that certain people are very, very disappointed about the whole thing. The uh, Limerick Racecourse saying, by the way, they just rented out. They've nothing to do with the organisation and all that. Yeah. So before we get into trouble with them, <laughs> for some 18-year-old horse with a studded eyebrow comes down and gives us a, a good telling off. 
You know well, what I mean? Just to be clear. Yeah, and then in Hull, right, there's another one over in Hull. This one's even better, I think. It was called The Stuff of Nightmares, they've called this one, right? That's over a rubbish name for a Lapland. Well, that's, yeah, I know, that's not what they call I think that's more what it was dubbed oh, by the right, people yeah. that went. Because straight away, that, that's a marketing fail. Yeah. The well, Stuff of Nightmares. Bring the kids. It does feel more, <laughs> it does feel more like Halloween. So they got there, and you got there in your car, and they said there was a huge backlog of cars. Right. For a start, and then some Grinch was stalking the cars and was making the children afraid and everything because he looked so weird and creepy to scrinch, right? And then... The, De- no, sorry, de- deliberately? Or this was a random or who was just... I actually don't know. Now, right, to tell okay. you the truth, I'm just, there was someone dressed as a Grinch, whether it was something to do with it or not. Okay, right. Well, that's a start. At least he was dressed as a Grinch. Yeah, and then when you got to the top of the queue... They said the whole experience was so fast, it was qu- you'd, you'd spend more time in the drive through McDonald's, they said. Oh, my God. So you waited, you waited, you waited. The Grinch freaked everyone out. The children were crying. Then you finally got to see Santa, and everyone was like, go on, uh, straight through. Uh, and they said that... Um, it so it was literally the- a wave by. You just drove by Santa waving at you or something, did you? Yeah, and when they contacted the Craplands, they said, listen, what's the story? The, the press contacted them. They said, why is it so fast? And they said, I oh, know it would normally be longer, but uh, Mrs. Claus missed the bus into work this morning, they said. <laughs> she missed the bus. So they said, we didn't, there's a whole uh, section know. of it missing, you know. So like, yeah, like right, so. Mrs. Claus missed the bus. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What and a it, ridiculous excuse that was. I know, yeah, Like yeah. there wouldn't have been a reindeer you know pulled sleigh ready to take her to work I know yeah rather than sitting there with her bus pass waiting on the number 48 and then they asked him do you think it's a bit poor now that you know Mrs Santa Claus had to get a bus in in the first place and the fact that she missed it and it was all quicker than the McDonald's and they said well we will accept some things could be better some things it's absolutely (laughs) crap there's a lad terrifying children in the car park yeah and then there's nobody in there just out of curiosity why why would Mrs Claus missing the bus be so, I mean, if if Santa himself was there, why yeah. couldn't he do, you know, why couldn't he kind of share some of the load? Well, if he was out like, bit? If he's out like Santa in Ireland, he was too busy having cans with his friends out the back. <laughs> you know, the whole thing sounds like a massive disappointment, doesn't yeah. it? Let's be careful out there, people, yeah. yeah. Remember you used to go to Santa in Switzerland and all you get was a badge and then your parents had to buy a toy and all. You'd be like, oh, wait a minute. I actually have to wait to Christmas Day. Yeah, and people moving on up here are classic hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim just 17 minutes past 8 o'clock. And listen, after that, after hearing stories of, of people ripping off Christmas, how yeah. very dare they. Very dare, yeah. Yeah, well, it never happens here at Classic Hits. In fact, we have decided to give you even extra gifts. Extra things to win. Good Lord. Just lashing it in there. Can we give some more stuff away? Yes, we can. Of course we can. There's always stuff to give away. So this week, uh, we've teamed up with the CBD store. Uh, They are, of course, the CBD experts. Uh, To give you the chance to win, check this out. A two-night stay, including uh, evening meal at the Imperial Hotel in Air Square in Galway. But not only that, PJ. There's more. There's more. Plus... We'll give you a CBD store voucher to the value of €350. Wow. You're thinking to yourself, oh my God, I'm going to have to jump through hoops to win this. I am. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, what what sort of crazy things am I going to have to accomplish yet? All you'll have to do is text WIN and your own name and details, WhatsApp it to 087188008. Too easy. Too easy. There's got to be a catch. Too easy. We're going to run this right through the week. And we'll announce an overall winner on Friday, so you'll get that two-night stay uh, with meal at the Imperial Hotel in Air Square in Galway and the CBD store voucher uh, to the value of €350. Euro. It can be used either in-store or it can be used uh, online, of course. If you're going online, it's thecbdstore.ie. You can check out everything there. If you're going in-store, they've got locations on Air Square in Galway, uh, Paul Street in Cork. There's the new store that's now open in Irishtown in Athlone. And at the moment, they have uh, buy one and get one half price promotion on the re- on the uh, go at the moment on all Natra and Reverse Nature CBD range. Nat- Do you reckon that's a, a, that's a, a, a typo on behalf of one of our lots. I don't know. Maybe Natra, Natra's a brand, is it? I, well, I, I don't know, is the honest answer. Right. I, I, I'm assuming Check it, it is. out there. Jump onto the cbdstore.ie there, will you, and check that out. Oh, okay. Uh, free next day delivery on all orders over €30 Euro as well. And if you need any advice whatsoever, they're happy to chat to you. You can give them a bell 091 563 771. 
is the number. But uh, all you got to do is get win and your name and details onto a WhatsApp 087-188-0008 and you're in with a chance to win. Natra right. is a brand. You're right. Thank you. You are right. I have so, I have gotten to the bottom of it. So there you go. So the buy one, get one half price promotion is on all Natra and reverse nature CBD range, yeah? Yes. Look at that. Perfect. Look at that. Well, I tell you what something. What a team we are. We're our best team ever. Like a creepy Grinch and a 19-year-old Santa. <laughs> yeah, you can't touch this MC Hammer here at Classic Hits just 20 to 9. Breakfast table quiz on the way 10 luxury high rise hoodies customised to your needs courtesy of MFC Sports and nothing to beat on a Monday you can set the standard for the week Uh, you'll see how fabulous these are when they adorn the body of PJ Gallagher there'll be pictures on social media I'm looking forward to this now it's going to be impressive 087-188-0008 if you fancy having a bash at the breakfast table quiz in the meantime this Jim McCabe is one of the maddest stories I think we've ever told in this show. show. This woman was um, a woman called Tracy Noonan, right? She lives in Melbourne. Right. And she went out for a run there the other day. And she was running, minding her own business, just jogging away, doing her thing. And then she realised, she saw this, uh, she was getting this dirty look off a kangaroo. He was giving it a real evil eye. You know what I mean? How does a kangaroo give you a dirty look? Like, sort of like a dog, but with a longer snout. He's snarling and all. It's a snarling wow. kangaroo, right? And she was like, oh, I don't know what his problem is. The kangaroos are a bit aggressive, aren't they? Like, I, you know... I never not, knew this. You know, the boxing ones. Yeah. I well, did. I'm not saying, look, when I say the boxing ones, I'm not saying, like, it's a recognised sport or anything. No, I'm just no. It's been said that it's they said can give you a bit of a dig. They give each other a dig and all yeah. that. But they always look like they're kind of... I don't know, like, oh, jeepers, I thought that was John saying goodbye, lads, so he's walking out on us. Um, so yeah, these can- this guy, woman saw this kangaroo and he's giving her the evil eye. And she kept running. Then he jumped over three fences and started to charge at her, right? Oh, my God. And he jumped over three fences. And then she goes, oh, my God, this kangaroo isn't going to stop. So she turned her back, got an unmerciful thump on her back and was knocked to the ground, right? Oh. So she lay on the ground for a, for a minute, she said. And then she, she could see this kangaroo just looming over, giving her the evil eye, start, standing over, going, whatever sound the kangaroos make. And she said, <laughs> I'm sure that's probably accurate. Yeah, she got to her feet. She threw some rocks at him. And he gave chase again. Boof, hits her again in the back. She falls over. And then she gets up again. She kept running. And she ran into this person um, who called her into the house. They saw they, these other locals. They chased the kangaroo away. And she did. Don't tell me now. This is not going to be a replica of that story you told us about the rogue turkey, is it? This isn't a kangaroo that's been sort of terrorizing its its local no. environment. No, this one kangaroo has a very specific thing, apparently. Oh. So she went in, she was in the stranger's house, right? Okay. And she did whatever you do in Australia to calm down, have a cup of tea or whatever to do. Right. I don't know what to do in Australia. Throwing the shrimp on the barbie. Shrew, they threw a shrimp on the barbie. Had the fosters, right? yeah. whatever. Yeah. They threw a shrimp on the barbie. Or Castle Maine or something. And they opened up a Castle Maine, they calmed her down. Yeah. Anyway, so she, they all, she left anyway to go home after her ordeal. Right. There's your man again! What? He has another go with her, yeah. Waiting for her. Waiting for her. He was hiding and everything Oh, together. my God. So the park ranger had to come and get rid of him. And they said to the park ranger, what is this about? Why is this kangaroo picking on this woman? And he goes, are you, we- what, are you wearing, what's the smell? Are you wearing perfume? She goes, I am. He goes, what perfume was it? She goes, it's the Sarah Jessica Parker perfume. And the ranger says, he hates it. <laughs> he hates that perfume. He was, he was irate. He was irate. Because she was wearing... Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker's uh, perfume. I don't know what this kangaroo's problem is with Sarah Jessica Parker or Sex in the City. I know she looks a bit like a kangaroo. Maybe she's... Well, maybe that's she, it. Maybe it's why the long face is. Yeah, why the long face. Yeah, and, mm. the, and the park ranger goes, I, I think it's that. And she goes, well, yeah, then he, he had the nerve to say to her, what are you even wearing perfume for when you're out in the road? She's like, well, I had no deodorant. I just threw some perfume on, you know. He goes, oh yeah, well, God. he says, you better be careful next time. Don't wear... Easy to easy to see whose favourite that, that kangaroo's was in, you know. Obviously oh, it wasn't definitely, Sarah yeah. Jessica Parker. No, it was, it was a Samantha Roo. Probably, it was definitely a Samantha Roo. Yeah. 100%. Obviously, Sarah Jessica Parker's character must have done something really bad on that kangaroo's favourite character yeah. in Sex in the City. 100%, yeah. And he just n- had never He's forgave there. her. Mr. Big isn't that bad. Gotta get you the smell of Sex in the City off you. Uh, you, chill, you don't come running through here again with your pro-desperate housewife smell coming off you. We know what you're all about. Pro-desperate yeah. housewife. We could have had a third movie if it wasn't for you and your bada attitude. Breakfast Table Quiz. It's time for the Breakfast Table Quiz. Win the best prize out there is. Try to get the biggest score. Hope the next one gets some more. It's a Breakfast Table Quiz. 
The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. Now we are sitting here resplendent in our luxury high-rise hoodies. You know, yes, you, we are. You know, you don't have... Why have you got your hood up? You don't have, Just because it's a hoodie, you don't have to wear your hood up indoors. I don't know what you're saying. What's the point in the hood then? Can you even hear me? I can hear just, I hear just as well as I ever can. I'm deaf as a post in the best of times. I may as well have the headphones over the hood. Anyway, uh, yeah, English John's going to take a couple of photos. You'll be able to see just how fabulous these things look on uh, the sportsman, the chiseled sportsman that is PJ Gallagher. Oh, dear. Incredible. But you don't have to be a chiseled sportsman to enjoy whatever your environment is, right? If you want this for your business, uh, if it is for a club, if it is for school, if it is for a society or whatever it happens to be, uh, these people can take care of it. We're talking about MFC Sports, providing a bespoke team and leisure wear for all sorts of of, uh, as I say, clubs, schools, businesses, you name it. Uh, you can check them all out at mfc-sports.com and it's well worth going on to that website as well because there's a couple of reasons. One is they have something uh, called the MFC Link. So basically it's MFC's online ordering system so that it can uh, cater for all customers who you know can order whatever they want from wherever they are, literally in the comfort of their own home. So you can check that out on mfc-sports.com and also they have this loyal 15 program, which is a 15% give back scheme, so customers can receive 15% back on their spend, which is pretty cool as well. Yeah, I think it's great. And the fact that they get to make them for anything, like you can even set up your own 1980s gang of street hoodlums <laughs> and with matching tracksuit tops, call yourselves the, yeah. the White Widows or Whatever it is, like they do stuff for like Irish dancing and as well as kind of athletics and GAA and, you know, soccer and golf and you name it. It's Anyway, look, everything, you. everything you need to know, mfc-sports.com. We're going for a run in matching tracksuits later. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be Siobhan O'Sullivan that gets us out of the traps and sets the standard for the week today. How are you, Siobhan? Hey, guys. How's it going? Not too bad at all. What, how was your weekend? Did you have a good one? Ah, uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Not too hectic. Yeah, did you good get stuff. out and about or anything at all? Uh, I was doing a bit of DIY at home. So oh, God, tell to... me about it. Yep, I've often watched people do DIY. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier when somebody else is doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Much better. Much better idea. Right, listen, uh, first to go, so nothing to beat for you, Siobhan. So 60 seconds to do it. Are you ready I to go? I feeling tomorrow could be the same. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Question we've, is passed. What's we, your name? We've every faith in you, Siobhan, every faith. Right, 60 seconds. Here we go. Whoopi Goldberg played Mother Superior in what musical? Distract. According to the proverb, what animal can't change its spots? A leopard. What's the name of a small hammer used by auctioneers? A gavel. I'll be back is a catchphrase associated with what actor? Terminator. Uh, who played Arm the lead? Yeah, who played the lead roles in Liar Liar and Yes Man? Jim Carrey. What Irish um, energy company has a name that literally translates to turf board? Oh, the path. It's board Namona. The Shorthorn is a breed of what? Rhinoceros. It's a cow whose first number one was called Careless Whisper. Oh, Pat. George Michael, according to the expression, ask a silly question and you get a silly what? Answer. What is the official title of the 80s song with the line, let them know it's Christmas time? Oh. Oh, Pat. Do they know it's Christmas? What's the capital of Germany? Berlin. What What does the T stand for in BAFTA? Tony. Television. What two letters mean before noon? AM. Yeah. yeah! I think you did pretty good. I think you did Winning good, finish. Yeah, I mean, we started off flying. And yeah. then it got a bit sticky in the middle there. But it's still, it was, it was some going. It just gets tricky with you know, short horns and turf boards, you know. <laughs> yeah, you never know where you are with a short horn. Or a turf board, well, yeah. For that matter, yeah. Right, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight correct answers we got. Siobhan, well done you. I don't know yeah, that Siobhan is that impressed with that score of eight. Well, she, she sets a high I standard. I, I answered a couple. That's the main thing. I didn't go pass, pass, pass. Not at all. You did really well, Siobhan. I tell you, Siobhan, don't, uh, don't be too hard on yourself. Eight, not last week, but the week before, was the winning score of the week. Yeah, so who knows how it might roll out. Listen, Siobhan, well played anyway. Good stuff. Take care of yourself. 
Thanks, Vinny. Love the show, guys. Thanks, Thanks, Siobhan. Listen, um, there was a story. We we kind of said we were going to tell you about this story, and it kept slipping um, slipping by. Um, but we had a, a text in this morning that reminded us because uh, the Lily White, who's another long-term listener to the show, is in a spot of bother with his other half yeah. because he forgot to pay a toll fine. Big E. Or no, a toll cost he, thing, Yeah, forgot and to pay And has charge. incurred a fine. And it's turned into a fine. Yeah. You know? And so he's... Um, well, he's anticipating he's going to get a rather um, cool reception when he yeah. breaks the news that he forgot to pay it. Sometimes, Mr. Lily White, it's better just to face the music and dance because some people go to extraordinary lengths to avoid an argument right. or a fight with anybody. Do you know that way? For instance, this poor fella, right? He had a row with his missus in the house. Apparently, they're always fighting, right? Okay. And he had a row with his missus and he says, Right, I'm going for a walk until I calm down. And he stormed out of the house, Right. Right. And uh, he was gone for so long that she actually ended up filing a missing persons report, right? <laughs> what the man just couldn't count. He, he walked, right, 450 kilometres in seven days. He walked, right? He walked from his home, which is in um, Como in Italy, up the north, went via Bologna, and he ended up in a town called Fano, which is just south of San Marino. 450 kilometres he walked and to, to calm down, and it didn't work. He was eventually stopped and fined by police for breaching COVID-19 regulations. He was oh, my so God. He'd home. gone outside of his distance by... Oh, of course yeah. he had by hundreds, hundreds of kilometres. Hundreds of kilometres. He was stopping the police. So he, uh, the police stopped him and said, what's wrong with you? And he says, I'm out for a walk. And he says, you're not supposed to be out for a walk. You know, the COVID guidelines. And he said, yeah, I know. I had a row with me, missus, and I had to get out and get some space. And the cops said, that's fine. Where do you live? He said, Como. He says, that's 450 kilometres away. He said, I oh, know. It was a it was a long walk. He says, I don't want to go back because she's going to have another row with me. And he was like, well, how did you get here? He said, I walked. And he was like, well, how did you feel? Like, where did you stay? How did you eat? He says, ah. He goes, when you tell people you had a row with your missus, they take sympathy on you. I was fed, but yeah. He says, everybody can relate to what she goes. Yeah, so he goes, it's one of those things people understand. So, you know, people gave me food and they fed me and whatever else. So he was wandering from town to town. Yeah. Telling his story of his fight with his missus and getting... Yeah. bed and board he's built up legendary stages so now there's people in Italy going oh, the man who walks to avoid the fight with his other half uh, they're calling him the uh, Italian Forrest Gump now because uh, oh he God. just kept walking and walking and walking and now he's in trouble again so the police they had to bring him to somewhere to stay so they brought him to a local hotel Right. and then they only phoned they went to, what did they do they phoned his missus who had to come and get him 450 mile round trip oh no the hotel bill ended up being 400 euros and God knows where this man's going to end up next because he's did all this to avoid a fight. Now he's in another fight. The police said when they found him, they, uh, they asked him, was he distressed? They said, no, he seemed very lucid, very focused. Said he was cold and he was tired and he was still a little bit hungry. But he seemed like, uh, he seemed happy to have avoided a row. Like he was wow. actually... He, he, Don't tell me. Did they, um, did they offer to bring him home? No, they took him. They got to make things worse. They took him to a hotel and she had to pay it. She had no cards or nothing on him. Oh, can you imagine the trouble he's in now? Oh, okay. The rest of his life. Oh, yeah. Are we going to chat or are you going for a walk? Maybe you could keep walking off it's the like, end of a pier. Is it Richard Harris that used to tell that story about... Um, about no, no. Yeah. Who was it that did the thing where they went out? It was Richard Harris, yeah. yeah he went, went out, out for a newspaper. Yeah. And he saw in the newspaper that Paris were, or Paris, France were playing uh, Ireland in rugby in Paris. So he says, oh, sure, I'll have someone after. So he just went in a taxi and went straight to the airport. And he, he went fecked off, basically, yeah. for a whole week or something like that. And then he came back, and his wife answered the door and goes, where were you? And he goes, where was I? Why didn't you pay the ransom? <laughs> it's such a great story. It's pretty good. It's the absolute best story. So there you go. Uh, it's great. It pays to avoid a fight, to, avoid, to keep walking, you know, calm down. But if you're not capable of calming down, I don't know what you do. This poor fella's still furious. I feel sorry Take for him. Take him away downtown.